Be'edaf Mem, three lines in the bottom of Lama Tesson Be'ez at the new Mishnah. As we learned previously, when someone has a Tchum, not only does it affect his movement on Shabbos, but affects the movement of his Peres and his Kalim. So on Mishnah states, Misha Yeperes of Be'erakeres, if Ruven lives in city A and his Peres are in city B and he did not make an Erev Tchumen, the Erev B'nai Oisei'er, L'Havi Etzlam Peresab, L'Evi even though the people of that city said, we want to do Ruven a favor and we want to be able to bring his and his Peres on Yontem on Shabbos, they're not allowed to go bring it to them, even though they could actually travel to that city. But of course, they can't bring him his peers because his peers have his drum, and he has no right to go and travel from his makam to city B, and therefore his peers can't go from city B to city A. Now, what is the din of those peers? So Rashi and other Rishonim seem to say that the din would be that they have to stay in that makam because they're out of the drum, and anything that's out of the drum only have their own dalamis, and other Rishonim, including Tysus and Erev and Dabmem Zion Bays say that these pairs can be moved 2,000 amas in each direction, but they can't go from city B to city A, I and Shum. And the mission continues, if Ruven made an Erev prior to Yontav or Shabbos, and therefore he actually could travel from his city, city A, to city B, therefore, his pairs have the din of Ruven's Chum, and therefore, for example, people in city B want to go and travel and take the pairs of Ruven to Ruven, in that case, of course, they would be able to do it. Of course, they had to make their own Erev prior to Shabbos in order for them to travel personally to that city. And we continue on Daf Mem now. Mishaziman Eslachim, someone invited guest him. Now, the guests came from city B. From city B to city A, of course, is added Tchum. Therefore, they had to make a Tchum Shabbos in order for themselves to be able to travel back to their city. Now, Reuven didn't make an Erev Tchum, and therefore, his food that's in his house is restricted to city A and the Tchum Shabbos of city A. So the din is, when these guests want to travel back, to their city, they can't carry their leftovers back to their town, as at the time of Benish Mushes, of course, the food was Kanishvisa, Kiragli Abailam. Now, the only way that would be able to be effectuated is Elam Kain, Zachlam Manaseim, Erev Yantav. Unless Reuven actually was for them, these portions from Erev Yantav, as Rashi explains, that the only way to do Zuchiyah is by taking those portions of food, giving it to someone else, and asking that other person to be kind of this food for his guests because of the concept of Zachlam Adam Shalai Bifanav, and Rashi says, and therefore, the food now is acquired by these guests, and now they would have the Tchum Shabbos of the guests, and not of the owner, and not of Reuven, who lives in City A. And we begin on Gemara. It might be learned, if someone leaves fruits by his friend, and he stores it over there, and this person he stored it by becomes a shaman. The Lashon mafkid is Lashon HaPikadon. So let's give names to these people. Reuven gave his payers to Shimon to store. So Rav says, that these pairs get the trum of Shimon, which is the person that Reuven gave the pairs to to store it by. That Shmuel says it's based on Reuven's trum because even though Reuven left it by Shimon, but the mice are Reuven's pairs. So the Gemara says, Let's say Rav Shmuel are going to Shitasam, the Tham, because we have a mission in Babakama. Let's say Reuven goes and takes his animals into the Rishus of Shimon. So Shimon agreed that he could come into his Rishus. The din is that Shimon would be in his zakin, if these animals either get hurt or these animals actually hurt something else, then Ruvain would not be chayiv, but Shimon would be chayiv. And Rabbi Oimeh, that although I agree that the person gave him rishus to come into his chatzah, however, Shimon style was still not going to be chayiv to Ruvain, unless Shimon specifically said that I'm going to take responsibility to guard it and to watch it. And Rav Huna said the name of Rav over there, we followed the Dibrich 
Chacham, who Shmuel Amar Lach Karebi, and over there Shmuel states Halach Karebi, and therefore the Gemara says Leimer Rav Dam Karabanan Shmuel Dam Karebi. L'chayra Rav seems to be going like the Rabbanan, just like he says over here. They said Karagle Mishav Kidlay that Shimon has all the responsibility, and therefore the Tchum Shabbos even follows Shimon's Tchum Shabbos. However, according to Shmuel, that says Karagle Amafkin, that's based on the same sack of Shmuel over there. They hold Halach is like Rebbe, and just like Rebbe over there says that the Balabayis of that Chotzer doesn't take the responsibility for Ruvain's parents or Ruvain's animals at that point unless he actually specifically states he's taking responsibility. So the same applies when a Mafka parent states a Chaveri that it doesn't actually get the din of Shimon, of the person that's watching these parents. It still has the din of the Bailam and Ruvain's Tchum still applies. But the Gemara says it's not necessarily true. You can't be Madame and Milsa and Milsa as Amul Harav, Rav will state that although it's true that I hold like Rabbanan but another Amri, I feel the Rebbe. Over here I could say my din even according to Rebbe Sfar because I'd like kind of like Rebbe Rebbe Hassam, that over there Rebbe said his din over there if he didn't say that he's mekabal to watch it then we're going to say that he's not mekabal over here we spoke about specifically he became a shema and therefore Rav says that even according to Rebbe it would be Shimon now has the responsibility once he has the responsibility then the trum goes based on Shimon's trum. however Shmuel says that even though over there Pascal like Rebbe, but over here I can say my din is even going with the Rabbanon because I've kind of like a Rabbanon Hassam. Maybe the Rabbanon only said over there, El Dinich Leilinish, the Nakeb to a Rishusay to Balchatza, the Mazak Leilin Because over there it's a benefit to Rubain that when he gives his animals to Shimon and it's in his Chatza, so of course he's happy that Shimon now will be responsible because now he'll not be responsible if his animal goes and is Mazak someone. Avil Hacham Minich Leilinish, the Lake of Prairie, Bishusay to Chavri, but over here we're talking about a detriment to him because if he's going to take a detrum of Shimon, then of course he can't go and take his pears and bring it back to his house on Shabbos Yonta because he's loses out of his trum. And therefore, since it's a detriment, that he didn't go give over to Shimon and he kept the rights of trumin based on his own trum. And this, of course, makes a lot of sense because in order for him to get his own pears, of course, he won't want to relinquish his bailas as it pertains to the din of trumin. And the Gemara continues and will ask a question on Rav. Tanam, we learned in our Mishnah, the heir of who, if he made an heir, pay rice of Kamayu, that even though his Paris are stored in the other city. However, once he made a trum, then his Paris have a din like his trum, and it's based on his trum. So the Gemara says, If we're going to say like Rav, that since someone stores something by someone, then it gets a din of that person's trum. Who cares that he made an Erev? It's now in city B, and therefore he can't change the trum. The trum is based on whatever the trum is of that city. So Rav Huna says that in Yeshiva Rav, they explain, that the reason why in our Mishnah, even according to Rav, you retain your Trum is because he never left it in City B with someone as a real Shaima. He left it over there and that person gave him a room to actually keep it like a storage unit and he didn't accept a Chrais. Since that person didn't get a Chrais, so for sure it goes based on the Trum of the original owner and that's why now, once Ruvain makes the Trum, he could actually go to City B and take his pairs or as our Mishnah states, if the people in City B want to bring the pairs of Ruvain to Ruvain, they would be able to do that. And I entice this, we asked that Luchayu from the ratio of the Mishnah, we could have asked a similar question and we didn't have to wait to this point in the Mishnah, Ayin Sham. And the Gemara continues with another Gerai against Rav from our Mishnah Tashma, Misha Zimun Etzli Archim, Loyulichim Biyadim Manes, Elam Kain, Zachlam and Nisayim, Me'er Biyantim. So Frat Gemara, Vi Amr Karagli Mishav Kida Etzli, Ki Zachlam Al Yidei Acham May Have. If you're going to say, like Rav, that it goes based on the person that you actually put place to Bukhanim by, and that's the Tchum that you have to follow, so Luchayu, even though he was Zaka the food to them, 
and they are the owners maybe, but Lemaisa, it's still by him. He's still the one that's guarding it, and therefore the Tchum should follow him and not follow his guests. So the Gemara says, By the fact that he was mzaket to them, and he wanted them to be able to carry it back to the entire, it's as if he said that I'm not going to actually watch it, I'm leaving a Karen Zavis for you, and therefore I'm not the Tchum that we're going to follow, we're going to follow your Tchum. Or some say, Zichashani, when he's mzaket them, is different, that even if he was Mechabal Christ, the Tchum doesn't follow the Balabayas, but it follows the guests. As Rashi says, His whole point in giving to them was in order to take it out of his Shvisa, and to leave it in their Shvisa, and based on their Tchum. And the Gemara continues, Rav Chanan Bachaniloi traveled to city A, and he wasn't from that city, and he made an Erev in order to be able to go back to his city, city B. And prior to Yontif, he went and bought some meat, and he wanted to take it back to the city the next morning. So he took that meat and he hung it on a hook in that house. But at this point, he was concerned that maybe, based on the dinner Tchumen, he wouldn't be able to take that meat back because he actually had it by someone else's house. And it was as if they were a shayma. So Asa Kamid Ravuna, came in front of Ravuna. Amalei Ravuna said, If you were the one that hung it there, then you could take it back to your home and this meat will be based on your Tchum. But if they were the ones that hung it there, then you can't take it because then it would follow that Tchum. And the Gemara will continue to explain this. Now the Gemara is, if he was the one who hung it, how can he take it back? And why does it go based on his tchum? Its tchum should be based on the innkeeper. And why is this? Because we're talking about Rav Huna over here. And Rav Huna, Talmud Rav Hava. Rav Huna, of course, was the Talmud Muvik of Rav. And Rav said, Then you go based on the one who's the Shema, which is the innkeeper. So the Gemara answers, Then over there we're talking about a situation where the innkeeper never took a Christ. And therefore it's like you just place it in a room. It's like it's in a storage unit. And therefore, the thing is that it would go based on the owner and not based on the innkeeper. And that's why he was able to take it back to the city. Now, it's clear in this story that Rabbi Chanan Bachin Loi actually bought this meat. And then the only reason why he wouldn't be able to take it out of the Tchum, according to what Rabbi Huna told him, was if the innkeeper was the one who hung it up on this hook. So the Gemara now will ask three questions on that. Number one, Amalei Rafil Ravashi. Rafil is Ravashi. If the innkeeper was the one who hung it up, you can't take it back to your city and get to the Tchum of the innkeeper of Amishmul, Shoshal Patam, Hareya Kuragli Kaladam, that even when someone was selling oxen and someone didn't even come to him before Yantiv, and now he comes on Yantiv and buys it for them, since it's standard to buy things from this fattener and from the storekeeper, therefore that was the das from before Yantiv, and it's considered the trum of the buyer. So here, certainly, where the meat belonged to Rabchanabach and Loy before Yantiv, and the innkeeper knew that he may go back on Yantiv itself, then certainly it should be Kuragli Kaladam, it should be based on the trum of Rabchanabach and Loy. Number two, Amalei Ravina Ravashi. Another question. We learned before that if there's only one shepherd in a town, if someone has an animal that they give to the shepherd on Yontiv, the Tchum would be based on the shepherd's Tchum. So he is certainly, once again, it's his food. Therefore, of course, it should be based on his Tchum. And the third question here, of Ashi is the one that asked the question. We have our Mishnah. The Tchum of an owner of a product is based on the owner's Tchum. And over here, it was the meat of Rav Chana Bar But in any case, we had three different questions, and therefore the Gemara is bothered as to what Rav Huna was actually answering Rav Chana Bar based on the Din of Tchumen. And therefore the Gemara says that in a Chanami, that this Gemara has nothing to do with the Din of Tchumen, but we were talking about Boshus and Salomon Ayin. So El Shani Rav Chana Bar the Gav Rabbah Huvatar Bishmaita, that Rav Chana Bar was a great person, he was a big Lamdan, and he was always learning. 
And this is what Rav Huna was telling him. That if you were the one that saw this bustle before him, and therefore you had some sort of fierce iron at this point because you looked at it, so therefore you're not going to be Messiah Das, and therefore now you could take it and you could eat it. There's no problem of Bosch Shin and Salam Nayim. The Inu Talucha, but if the innkeeper hung it up, so Mischus Daitir Polishishko, then you never saw it, you never had a Tfiyas Ayin, and it would be also for you to eat it based on being Bosch Shin and Salam Nayim. Now, even though Lukhari, you could ask the innkeeper Lukhari, they hung it up on this hook and they saw it, but since it wasn't theirs, they weren't going to be duck and they weren't going to look at it so well, and therefore they wouldn't either have Tfiyas Ayin, and you couldn't necessarily rely on them. Also, the Rishonim point out that even if in this hotel there were only Jews over there in Lechera, there shouldn't be a problem Bashan says Salam and Ayin because there's no guy that's going to take it and remove it and switch it with tray for meat. However, there's always a problem Bashan says Salam and Ayin when someone's not looking at the Messiah Das because a bird could come and take the meat and replace it with another piece of meat. Ayin Taisivin Chulun Daf Tzadik Also, Rashi, right before the Mishnah says, Lashin Acha Mishnah Muxa, that the Pshad over here has nothing to do with Bashan says Salam and Ayin. It didn't have to do with Chumun, but it had to do with Muxa, Ayin Shum. And we continue with our Mishnah. Now, even though the Mishnah will be discussing mashka, which means to give a behemoth to drink, of course you're allowed to give your animal to drink, no matter what type of animals they are, and the reason why it said the Lashem Mashkin on Mishnah, we will see in the Gemara. So it's Dr. Mishnah, in Mashkin B'Sheikhtan Sumidbarius, our Mashkin B'Sheikhtan Sabaisas, that you can't go and give to drink or shecht wild animals, you're allowed to give to drink your domesticated animals, and you're allowed to shecht them. Ilhan Baisas, what's considered a domesticated animal, how long is it the one that lived in the city by your home? Midbarius, what are considered the ones that are wild animals? How long is it for the ones that live in the wild? The Gemara says, Why are we talking about Mashkin V'Shechtan? Of course you could go and give your animals to drink. On that, the Gemara answers, It's actually teaching us an Eitzit Taiva and a Derech Eretz. That a person should always go and let his animals drink before he shech them because if they drink water prior to the Shrita, then it will be easier to skin the animal because their skins will be moist. And the Gemara continues, We learned to the Brisa, this is the definition of a wild animal, and this is the definition of a domesticated animal. Mibarius are those animals that go out to pasture in the forest and in the fields during the time of Pesach. And then they come back to the city during Macheshvin, during the first rainy season. What are considered domesticated? They go out outside the Trum during the day and they pasture. And then every single day they come back and they sleep within the Trum and they come back to the city. Rabbi Aima, Eilu ve'Eilu Baisin. Both of these are considered Baisis. Ela Eilu him midbaris. What are considered midbaris? Kol shiyotzi v'rois be'efa ve'inichras liyishav leib b'mosachem v'leib b'mosach shamim. That midbaris are those animals that never come back into the city. They always stay out in the pasture during the winter as well as during the summer. Now the reason why our Mishnah states that you can't shecht an animal that's in the wild is because those are muksa. Now that would be l'chayra l'shpi shitas Rabbi Huda the isle muksa. But the fear of Shimon the lesle muksa l'chayra. Shimon would say that there's no problem of shechting any animal. So Dr. Umaro, it would seem that we Rabbi going and explaining our Mishnah, he holds like Rabbi Huda and he holds the Zedin of Muksa. Now what are Psila Tamarim? Rashi explains they were dates that don't become ripe on the Elan at all and therefore what they would do is they would pick them off the trees before they were ripe, they would place them into baskets and then they would ripen within those Baskets and I entice that he learns a little bit different than Rashi. But on Malay, so Rebbe responded to his son Reb Shimon, a muxal Reb Shimon. There's no problem muxal according to Reb Shimon on these petzilah tomorrow because Reb Shimon is 
less than muksa, he has a much more limited scope of muksa than Rabbi Huda. And we turn to that memo base, El Gregus Mavad. The only time he has a problem of muksa is something like figs and grapes that he put out to dry. And at that point, you matzit midaitan, and then there was something which was right to eat, and you pushed it off midaitan. And that, Rabbi Shimon agrees, that there's a problem of muksa. But in your case, where it was something which was never right, and you were dochet midaitan, therefore there's no problem of muksa according to Rabbi Shimon. So it seems like a stira in Rebbe because based on the fact that he explains our Mishnah, it would seem like he holds like Rabbi Huda that's a slay muksa, and then when Rabbi Shimon the Rebbe asks him a question, he responds and therefore it would seem that he holds like Rabbi Shimon. So the Gemara gives three to roots him. Iba is him if you want. Hani nami kegregus Really, Rebbe holds like Rabbi Shimon, and even though he explains our Mishnah, our Mishnah is even going like Rabbi Shimon because even Rabbi Shimon agrees by the case of an animal that stays in the pasture and he stays in the wild the entire year, that's something that's mamish considered muksa because it's it's if he was deicha b'yidaim, as Rashi says, because he's pushing them off, he's the Baal Bais, and he sent them off to pasture, and therefore it's mamish ke'en gregus in Tzumaykin. Or I can tell you that really Rebbe holds like a Yehud, and he holds a mixer, and that's why he holds like a Mishnah. But when he answered his son, since his son asked him what would be did a coin to Rav Shimon, so he said, a coin to Rav Shimon, the din would be that it's not considered muksa. But in the Chanami, since I like a whole like Rabbi Yudah, really, Petzile Tamarim are going to be muksa. Vibayisema, third tarot is really Rabbi may hold like Rabbi Shimon, and he holds that less like muksa. And even though he explains our Mishnah, he was only saying, he was just responding to Rabbanan, I hold like Rabbi Shimon, therefore there's no problem with muksa, and therefore you always can shake these animals. But even according to you that you hold like Rabbi Yudah, it's like muksa, at least you should be mighty to me. Hey, the Yates of Rays, but Pesach, the Thrust of Rishayna, the Baisin, that those are still considered domestic. And the Rabbanon responded to him, No, we don't agree. Midbari is saying those are considered wild animals and they are also muksa. And we will stop over here.